blessings, everybody. It's your girl, Zane Spirit, with SoulDriveGlobal.com, and you're listening to Living in Spirit Podcast. I know it's been a few weeks since I dropped a podcast, but uh, shout out to this week. This new moon in Aquarius has just been doing doing me so good, giving me all the life, (laughs) giving me all the life, just renewing me and breaking me uh, free of any type of old mindsets or expectations of myself that were that was holding me back. you know, from really reaching my true potential, which I feel like we all face uh, as we move forward, we face new uh, roadblocks that we recognize within our lives. And it's okay to constantly reinvent yourself. It's okay to constantly um, to be renewed and to break free of anything that you feel is hindering you or holding you back. And so my uh, my sentiments for this week and for this month is number one, January has been so crazy and just full of energy that is transforming everything right in front of us, transforming us, our situations, the people we know and care about, uh, our job situations, a lot is changing. And so if you're feeling really overwhelmed by this Aquarius energy, um, Capricorn going into Aquarius energy, the Aquarius new moon we just had, I want you to know that you can take a deep breath. Just... (sighs) (sighs) just let it go. It's okay. Aquarius is all about letting loose. Let it be free. Let your heart and your mind be free. Allow your spirit to work through you. If you feel overwhelmed by your situations, just take a step back. Reevaluate your position. Nine times out of 10, we're so much more invested in things that don't really deserve our attention. And we get that overwhelmed or anxiety feeling when we really don't have any business <laughs> being a part of certain things. But again, it's okay. It's all right if you've involved yourself in things that aren't really deserving of you, or if you've involved yourself in things because you felt like it was your obligation. I want you to break free of those chains, break free of the things that you are binding yourself to. And know that a lot of the times the expectations that people have of us is because that's the bar. That's the scale that we set for ourselves. That is the things that we voluntarily do or the the actions that we show to them. And so they treat us how we treat ourselves. And so as we're going into February, I just want to no- like put the notion out there. Go ahead and get you some self-love in. Get you some self-care in. Get you some self-care in 365. But especially in a time full of coupling and getting together uh, for the tax returns, <laughs> getting together for the Valentine's Day to not be lonely, to you know have, have a sexual partner, whatever it may be. Like if you're feeling like you need to fill some type of gap, then it's very important that you go ahead and fill it with yourself, fill it with habits and um, different self-care techniques that are going to help you in just developing your relationship with yourself. And that's always going to give you a better foundation as you're entering a relationship with uh, the person that you want to be with for real, instead of just being like, yeah, I'm kind of bored or yeah, I'd like to benefit on that. Like, don't forget that your intentions are so important. As you go into these new relationships, these new connections, you don't want to start something out crazy and then end up 
in a little bit of a situation later because you weren't uh, being truthful or honest with yourself about what you wanted or what you what your intentions were going into that relationship. So that's a little tidbit <laughs> that I just had to put out there and I had to throw in them tax returns because I see it all the time where people are money grubbing and it's cool to have beneficial relationships. Like, don't get me wrong. I got the sugar spell perfume for a reason, boo. But that's to bring the sweet things into life. That's to bring uh, partnerships that value you, partnerships that uh, recognize your self-worth, partnerships that know how to communicate on your level or communicate your um, the way you express in relationships. Not everybody can speak your relationship language. And I think that that's like we get so hung up on, oh, but we got all these things matching up except this, you know, this key component right here. And I'm like, look, if it relationships are not built on just love. I know I've, I've met this, I've, I've met this subject before in one of my previous episodes, but it's not just love. It's compassion. It's respect. It's uh love of self. Like there's a lot that goes into relationships. It's understanding communication. And if, if you're just like, oh, but we love each other. It's like, well, you also, when you love somebody, you also got to know when you're a hindrance. You have to know when that person is hindering you. If you love somebody, you're going to choose what is best, what is going to be the most living and thriving option for both of you. It's not going to come from a selfish place. Most of the time when we're making decisions on emotions, it's coming from a selfish place because we want to feel some void or we're afraid of change. And I'm here to tell you, like, if you are living in those fears, you're never going to experience the love that you want. You're never going to experience the type of love that you're seeking. And so give that love to you first and watch how you attract somebody who also loves themselves and can compliment you on another level. So as we're going before we go into our uh, our next segment here, I really wanted to touch on a little tarot reading for the month. And as we're going into February, the two cards that I pulled, number one, the seven of wands and then number two, the six of cups. You guys can look into these meanings as well, but I'm going to break down just an intuitive read for you guys just to get a heads up on the energy that's coming your way. So the divine is definitely saying that we lead in our best light when we begin to dig deep and find our light. When we are have been through the trials and tribulations of, of spiritual wisdom, of gaining wisdom and understanding, um, only then do we realize that we are the light in the tunnel instead of seeking the light elsewhere. We're not seeking the light at the end of the tunnel. We're being a guide for everybody that is walking in the footsteps. We're being a guide for ourselves. The Seven of Wands talks about walking in your own light and allowing it to, um, allowing it to just flourish, to, to set wildfires, to set fields on wild, like wildfires on fields. That is like walking in your light, however it may be. And walking in your light is going to come from, your actions are going to come from a place of love. Your actions are going to come from a place of happiness within self and also choosing to live in purpose, choosing to be mindful with your actions. The seven of wands also talks about taking action towards your own spiritual journey. And again, also guiding others in that. And I feel like this has a huge family tie because of the roots and uh, the harmony, bringing harmony. I feel spiritual warfare in this, but I also see a victory, a rebirth, like 
igniting the flame, noticing that you have such a bright flame within yourself and being able to light that way. And, um, you know, like, Hey, you always going to get some, you're always going to get the rainbow after the storm. Like it, it always happens that way. Like April showers brings May flowers. Like I really feel like that's such a strong sentiment here because we're laying our roots and our roots and our spirit doesn't go anywhere. Our spirit is our spirit. We can always walk in our spirit. We can always choose to listen to our spirit, but that's up to us. The relationship that we cultivate within ourselves is an everyday practice. And when we understand that, we also understand how solid that relationship and how much we can rely on that relationship. You can rely on that relationship with your higher self, with your ancestors, with your spirit guides, with God, the universe, whoever you're connecting with, like your spirit is you. You are the one creating your life. You are the one implementing balance and harmony into your life. So what? You're in a galaxy of darkness. Be the ball of sun. (laughs) Be the ball of sun when nobody else is illuminating this motherfucker, okay? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you gotta live live in you. Live in your purpose. Choose to be happy. And that is going to always lay those solid foundations for you. I feel like a lot of it is really deep rooted. A lot of the sacrifices, I feel like this is speaking to a lot of people that feel like the sacrificial lambs of the of the family, uh, the black sheep. So if you feel like the black sheep of the family, like this is for you. This is letting you know, like, look, sometimes you got to guide the way in order to lay down foundations and to show other people in uh in your home life and and the things that you find valuable sometimes you gotta let them know not by preaching to them but by being the example and nine times out of ten that's how it's gonna work people can hear you talk all day but until they see you do something they don't really understand and that's how you get people to expand expand who they are and just dealing with that from a harmonious place not judging others for not being where you're at you know, like a lot of times when we start our spiritual journey, we begin to like look at the ego, like ego versus soul and like, the ego's killing the soul or whatever the case may be. It's not, it's not like that. They're not at war. Only you are at war. <laughs> you are trying to bring these things at war. You can make peace with your ego and transmute that energy at any time. Anytime you're feeling discomfort, you can transmute that energy to love. You can bring understanding. You can find understanding. You know, we got to have tea time with our demons. And a lot of you may not understand that just yet, but you got to sit down with the deepest parts of yourself that you find disgusting, the parts of you that you find unbearable, the parts of you that you wish you could just wipe away. Like, no, claim that. Be like, look, you live here. What's up? Let's have some tea. Let's talk. All right, at the end of this convo, you're not going to live here anymore. And that's how it is. Like, you you get to know what triggers that. And the more you pay attention to when you're triggered, the more you'll be able to heal from those things. A lot of us are just not paying attention to the triggers. We're like, well, they made me mad. No, you made yourself mad because you ain't deal with something far deeper than what they had to say or what they did. What they did, yes, you have a right to be upset at people. But is it really personal? Is it really that personal? Ask yourself, like, is their actions, is their words really that personal to me? Why? 
why why must I take everything personally? Why must I react out of an emotional place? Reactions will never bring you to a mindful place. Reactions are like the most uh, anytime that you need to get your reactions out is when you need to create productively. And I tell this to every client that I have as well. Like, look, get out a piece of paper, write out your feelings, draw it out, paint it out, dance it out, sing it out. I don't care what you got to do. Get it out creatively. It, it doesn't have to have an end goal. You don't have to be like, I'm going to create a masterpiece. That's not the purpose of that. The purpose is to release. And when you're releasing your feelings, that's when you can think clearly. Feel your feelings. Feel it. Be angry. Be sad. Be whatever you need to be for that moment. But don't take it out on nobody else. And learn to put it in, put it into a productive place. And at that point, at the point of releasing, you will feel a weight lifted off of you. And at that point, you can make smarter decisions. You can make decisions that are not clouded by emotion. And I think a lot of us miss that. Like emotion is such a big, man, the subconscious mind will steer you away from spirit so fast. That's the ego. That's why everybody feels like they're at war. But the fact is not, you're only at war with yourself when you choose to be at war. I'm not choosing to be at war with myself because I love me. Demons and all, I'm finna meet all of them. I'm finna meet them all. What's up? How you doing? Would, would you like some black tea, oolong tea, green tea? We got some uh, coffee in the bag. You ain't getting no wrong because you ain't finna turn up in my house. But you know what? Like, you gotta be like, what triggered this? When was the first time that I ever reacted like this? When was the first time I ever felt lonely backed into a corner? When was the first time I felt like I couldn't speak my truth? You know, when you address those big questions like that, you actually are are healing such a deep part of your subconscious. And those things no longer bother you. Those things no longer can touch you. Once you understand and are aware you catch your triggers so quickly, then you're no longer controlled by those emotions. You're no longer reacting. You're making conscious decisions that are good and healthy for you. And just so you guys know, all readings are timeless. So if you're just stumbling upon this, whether it's next week, today, or five months from now, if it resonates with you, it resonates with you. You are seeing it at the exact time, at the exact place that you're supposed to be hearing this message. Before we get started, I just want to remind you all that you can submit your situation and circumstance or questions to souldropglobal at gmail.com. Please go into detail. This is not like me reading you intuitively, although I do add some divine wisdom and knowledge and insight in there, things that I do hear. Um, but just keep in mind, like, this is not just for you. This is for everyone to benefit from. So definitely include as many details as you want and also include whether you're going by anonymous or a, a special name that you wanted to adopt during this uh, segment. And just keep in mind that you can send us video uh, voice clips, not video voice clips of your situation on our anchor page as well. So you can leave me a voice message. We can play it right here on air and everybody can hear it straight from you. 
So Kay says, <clears throat> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so Kay says, so I've been dating this guy for roughly five months now. He stays in South Carolina and I stay in Georgia. I used to see him every two weeks, but now that money is tight with him, he doesn't feel comfortable with me being around and broke, basically. Lately, he's been in a dark place mentally and somewhat physically, so we broke it off for now until he gets himself together. I told him it was to take, it was for him to take, um, it was up to him to pull himself out of his dark place. So he's working on that right now and he doesn't want to lose me throughout the process and supposedly is doing this to better himself and us as a couple. He feels like he's, he's improving so far. So that's some good news. There has been some issues between us as far as trust, so we're working on that as well. My only concern is us fading apart and trusting if he really has my best interests at heart, as he says he does. I know he loves me, and of course I love him with everything in me, but I'm not used to this, and I don't know what to expect. K, K, K. Oh my gosh. Okay, so this is definitely a situation that I have been in before. And so I'm going to tell you a little bit of experience and also from a place of spirit as well. So I'm going to cover spirit first because that's the most important thing you need to know is you have to give people that you care about, people that you love, the time and space in order to heal themselves, the time and space in order to get their mindset together, whether that, whether that in the long run is to be with you or not. You can't look at this from a selfish perspective if you love them. If you have unconditional love for this man, let this man grow, no matter what that looks like. And if he turns out to be doing some fuck shit or whatever we call it, or some things that are not in alignment with us, then clearly that's not the man for you. You know, and if you have trust issues with each other, that's something that you have to deal with. I, I, I can tell that you have trust issues. I don't know about him, but that's something that you have to deal with personally. You are the only one that can, um, you know, decide if you're going to confide in this situation or not. You are the only one that sets the tone at this point because you already know he has to get to get, he has to get his life together. So you have to decide, are you going to wait it out? And give him his time and space to work on himself? Or are you going to go on about your life and whatever that means at the end of the day is whatever that means? And personally, I feel like that should be you healing yourself. You working through your insecurities. You working through the things that you guys have been through. Because I, I feel like there's a lot of unhealed and unresolved things between y'all. And also, I also feel like you've brought some of your insecurities from previous relationships or situations. And he's dealing with his reality, what he has created within his mind. And yes, I do believe that you should be with somebody on your caliber, somebody that does bring something to the table. And it's not always money. But coming from a realistic standpoint, I don't feel like y'all have been together to the point like long enough to be like, I, I have unconditional undying loyalty for this person. The person that you should have unconditional undying loyalty to is yourself. You should be loving yourself first. And 
I can tell that there's a, well, what if I wait and this doesn't, it's not worth it. If you're contemplating like it's not worth it, nine times out of 10 is not. Nine times out of 10, this is not really what's making you happy. And you've got to confront that within yourself and be like, what am I really looking for? What do I really want? A lot of people get caught up and they're like, oh, the energy matches here, here, and here, or they do this, this, and this, or we have great this, this, and this. But like I said earlier, you have to have more than one component to make a relationship work. And if it's not checking off all the boxes, then I'm not saying just get up and dip, but I'm saying like take your time through it and also take note of that. Because yes, people can change. And people do heal from their situations and become better people. And But th- this is not the time to focus on, well, when is that going to happen? Like, Because his healing may take a year. His healing may take two years. He may get distracted from his healing and not even do some of his healing during the time that he's supposed to be healing. And you're definitely... Whenever you're doing something for a relationship, I know you said he's doing it for him and y'all's relationship, but anytime you include, I'm doing this for the relationship, don't even say that to me. Don't even speak them words because you should not be doing shit for the relationship. You should always be doing something for you. And it, it whatever you do that is best for you, if it is in alignment with me, because sometimes what's, what is good for somebody and their growth is not always in alignment with you. And that's just what it is. And so if you're coming at a crossroads where you don't know how long this is going to take, not saying just throw your feelings out the water and start a new relationship, but I'm definitely saying deal with your feelings, take a step back, evaluate the situation, write your feelings out, let go of the past first and foremost, because you can't even focus on the present, be grateful for the present or evaluate the present until you understand the past. And so that's going to give you a lot of keys to unlocking the doors that are in front of you right now. So write it out. Let it go. Let these pent up feelings go. Let these insecurities go. The trust issues. Because at the end of the day, you have to trust yourself. If you trust yourself, you know you're going to make the choices that are right for you. So believe in yourself. Have confidence in you. When you are confident in yourself, you know that you're going to make the decisions that are in your best interest. Fuck if he's making decisions that are in your best interest. You know you are going to make decisions in your best interest. And if you see that his decisions are not lining up or your gut feeling is telling you, your intuition is telling you, you know, something doesn't seem right about the way he's talking or, or this doesn't really feel like the truth. Listen to that. Take note of that. And if it's getting uncomfortable, it's telling you to address something. So start reading, start reading people. And, and But most importantly, when you check yourself, when you get yourself in alignment, when you are aware of yourself, you are aware of how other people move. And that's the truth. And you're also aware of how you move in situations and relationships. And the more aware of yourself you are, the more you'll know if something is for you or not. I do not feel like this is a situation that you should fret over. I think you should relax. You should work through the previous issues. Take time to heal while he's healing. Do some healing on yourself. Focus on yourself and revisit that conversation. A long distance relationship can already be difficult. 
A long-distance relationship can already include some misunderstandings. It can include not taking things as serious or not knowing how to react to the person that you're with or how to respect them. So it's also a boundary thing, like making sure I can tell that he's prideful. And it sounds like he's coming off trying to make it seem like, you know, he, he, he wants to make sure he's bringing something to the table. And I don't necessarily feel um, that he may be lying about that, but I, I feel like who, maybe this is for somebody else listening to the podcast. You got to be straight up with people and ask them, like, where are you at? What, where, where's your head at? Like, be straight up with me. How are you feeling right now? What is really on your mind? Kind of get an understanding of where he's at in his journey. And from that point, you can tell if he's going to be ready for you anytime soon. Or if you're going to be ready anytime soon. Because you're not ready either. Neither one of y'all are ready for a a successful relationship right now. So it's not so much about if y'all are going to fade out. Because people fade out. The most important thing to know is that whether it was for a season or for a lifetime, that that interaction was important, that that interaction brought you clarity about yourself. Every partnership we have is a reflection of self. It's a reflection of something within ourselves. So check his situation and then turn inward and be like, let me reflect and see how this relates to me in some kind of way. Do I react this way? Or what would I do if I was in this position? And start going from there. I feel like you'll start gaining more clarity the more you meditate on it, the more you release those feelings that you're holding on to. And look at it from a wisdom perspective. Look at it from, all right, you know, this this don't feel good to me. And point blank period, if something's not feeling good, it's, it's asking you to address it. It's asking you to... Focus on the solution and not the problem. Yes, we address the problem and then we move to the solution. Clear as day. That's all we do. Move to the solution. After you've addressed the problem, you've dealt with the feelings concerning it, you focus on the solution so that you're not constantly recycling that same energy. I feel like he's constantly recycling energy, that negative energy, and he really has to get his mindset ready, which brings to another point. Like, is he mentally and emotionally ready for you? No, he's not. No, he's not. And you are not open in your heart chakra. If you're not open to receive love or to give love, or if you have that trust issue, that that impacts your vulnerability with people. And if you're not able to be vulnerable, there is no love. There is no love at that point. So really check yourself and be like, can I be vulnerable? Like vulnerable and accept it fully. Can can he be vulnerable? And I accept where he's at fully. Even if he comes to you vulnerably and says, you know what? I I love the things that we learn from each other. I don't think this is working out anymore. Are you still going to care for him? If you love him with everything you got, if it's unconditional, that's real love. What we what we fantasize about in this material world and this crazy ass societal standard, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't even know how to put that into any more word. Like our our crazy our crazy societal standards about relationships and love is so superficial. And when we when we evaluate it from that standpoint, it's like damn. Did I ever, was I ever really loving them? Were they ever really loving me? 
was this just a th- like a lustful thing? Was this just me and my ego or was I searching for something? Like those are all valuable questions to ask at this point. You got to ask yourself, do I love this person unconditionally? Because only you can you can only love somebody unconditionally if you love yourself unconditionally, which we've already answered the question to that. You still got to work through loving yourself. And so take a step back. Take a deep breath. It's not about if you fade out. You're going to be missing the point the more you focus on little details like that. It's not about what if y'all fade out? What if the relationship fades out? What if he's doing something behind my back? You're going to be able to tell. A woman's intuition is not lying to you. Like, it's just not. And you need to watch the red flags. Listen to how your gut feels. Like, listen to how your body reacts when he says certain things. You may not notice it at first, but ask for a sign. Be like, show me a sign if if this is, or just let me know in my body if what he's saying is right. You can even say that to yourself while he's talking to you. I do this with people all the time. Y'all, this is a little, t- this is a psychic tidbit right here. Everybody has an, op- like everybody's empathic. Everybody has a, a divine connection, right? So when you ask your spirit team or your higher self, hey, show me, show me if this is in my best interest or not. A lot of the times, if it's in your best interest, your solar plexus is going to heat up. If any part of your body starts hurting, that's telling you to look into the meaning of the spiritual meaning of that, the spiritual message. So if my leg starts hurting, if it's like my uh, right knee, I'm probably being too prideful about the situation. Or if I'm trying to check somebody else's intention, it's probably going to tell me that that person is being prideful. If my chest starts hurting, I know that that person is probably not saying what's really on a chest or if they throat, if my throat starts hurting and or if my chest starts hurting, I probably know they have a lot of burdens on their chest that they're not speaking on or that they, they haven't released or things or baggage that they're carrying from old relationships. If my head starts hurting, if anything starts hurting, when you start asking for clarity, that's where you know where the problem is right there. And if thing, if your body starts heating up, if you start getting tingles everywhere, if you're like, you know, and everybody's intuition works differently. So I'm speaking from an experience perspective, a little psychic experience perspective. And most uh, most things that you'll see as you research as well in other people's experiences is that most of the time they have like good sensations when their intuition is telling them a yes. And they might have uncomfortable sensations through their body whenever uh, they need to pay attention to something. It doesn't necessarily mean a no, but you can normally tell when it's a strong no. Like if my stomach's hurting or if my head is like killing me when I'm asking these questions, I already know. <laughs> That's a no. So no for me, fam. But that is my advice on the situation, Kay. I hope that that was helpful for you and for anybody else who is listening. I hope that that was helpful for you as well. We talked about relationships a lot in this episode, (laughs) um, which wasn't even intentional. But I'm so glad that we did uh, because I feel like, like I said earlier, as we're coming into this Valentine's Day season, we're coming into springtime. It's a lot of realizations. It's a lot of planting seeds for how we want things to go moving forward. 
This Aquarius energy is telling us to be free, to free our mind of the things that are hindering us, to let go of all the worries that we're holding on to and just to be the flower child, to be in, in tune and connected with ourselves, to just be playful and to express in so many different ways. And that could be artistically, it could be sexually, um, it could just be self-love. Just expressing in any type of way is a beautiful connection with self. So I love you guys. The divine loves you. Do not forget to check out the spell perfumes on souldriveglobal.com and our new ancestor collections handcrafted from my ancestors to you. And I will see you guys next time. Whoosh. <whistles>